It's crazy when I try to express to you that I think that I OD'd on coffee yesterday. I really, really feel that I had coffee poisoning cranking through my cysts. I'm in a weird place in life. I have to say my health is back to normal. Thank you so much for all the flowers that everyone sent. JK, as well as the cards, JK. I received no well wishes whatsoever. Um, but my health feels pretty good, but I've gotten to a really weird teenagery dark place in which I'm going to bed at five in the morning and just wired, waking up wired, having coffee, feeling even more wired. It's out of control. So today I can't in good conscience say I have coffee cranking through my cyst because I felt like I took four sips and I was already ODing today. Something's happening. Something's in the air. The end is nigh. But do you know what it's like when you're like on that kind of a schedule? Some of you, maybe you work a night shift or you're a creative type and you might relate. You're still kind of asleep um, and uh, you're you're not fully up. But someone calls and they have that aggressive energy of like, come on, this is what the world is doing. We're all up. What are you doing? Reminds me of a new song that I have to premiere today on the PCAST. When a square is really getting on your back, just saying, fall in line. They're calling you. They've got that peppy aggression in their voice in the morning. They're like, come on, I'm a square. Be a square. Be a square. I'm up. Why aren't you up? So this song goes out to you. Wake yet, I'm not fully awake. Please call me back or text me, cause I am not fully awake. Don't comment on my voice, how gravelly it is, because I'm not fully awake and can't retaliate. Don't comment on the time of day. I work at night. So I can sleep in the day. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Did anyone relate? Would this be anyone's anthem? I realize, you know, it doesn't have the pep and sass of a coffee cranking, for example. But uh, I think it's going to be a grower, not a shower of songs. Anyhow, let me know what you think on, uh, you know, how you guys always tell me all your opinions on things. Been taking a lot of hits. You know, I got someone wrote to me on Twitter and was like, why do you have a call-in podcast and you're a bitch to everyone, you stuck-up bitch? <laughs> and my first reaction was like, hey. I'm the sweetest person out there. But then I was like, after I blocked him, I was like, maybe I am a snobby bitch. But what do you do? You can't change your vibration as a human being. You can slowly try to chip away at it. Anyway, my point being, I'm going to try to be even nicer today and see if I'm able to do that. The problem is, I think I shine when I am being... um you know, darker and irritated. 
I don't know. I, there's more fun people to watch be nice. Like that, that's just not my strength. All right, let's check out some voicemails and see what kind of a tapestry of callers we have in there. Oh, here we go. Hey, Chelsea, it's Stan Edward. I've got a question for you. What do you consider a Goldilocks penis? That's uh, not too big, not too small, but just right. And would you ever tell a guy an animal? All right, uh, thanks. See you later. Mm, would you ever tell a guy what? I don't know what they, he said at the end there. Goldilocks penis. That's a gross. For some reason, that's like grosser than just being like, what kind of cock do you like? Like somehow <laughs> Goldilocks penis. Uh, I don't know. You know, what do they say? The average size is six or seven inches. That seems <laughs> honestly, I think this is superficial. I'm trying to get towards a, a you know, a deeper, um, just a deeper energy toward the world. So I guess it really depends on the man and his vibe as a person. Is he smart? Is he loving? Is he consistent? Just kidding. Big dicks are good. All right. Let's see what else we got. Hi, Chelsea. Pretty. My name's uh, Gordon, and uh, I've seen pretty much all of your stand-up videos on YouTube. I've never seen you in person, but... Uh, the first time I saw you was on the Smoking Guns with World's Dumbest Criminals. And I don't know, I just thought your comment, your commentary on all these stupid people was hilarious. And I thought, then I Googled you and then I watched videos you stand. I just fell in love with how you're satire and how you, like, criticize and just make fun of people. It's just completely hilarious. And yeah, I think you're, you're one of my favorite comedians up there. And you're a really awesome person. And I'd love to be able to talk to you, like, kiss your conversation. Because I think you'd be really interesting person to talk with. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. <laughs> I have to say that sound clip really makes me feel at peace inside. Not the voicemail, that that song. God, it's so good. That message was so nice. What do you say? I mean, I, I even for including this, a lot of my peers will hate me. But I think it's interesting that he uh, watched World Day. It's interesting how many ways people can come to find out about young comedic talent. <laughs> young. It's so funny when you start to realize, yeah, you're just not young anymore. Anyhow, listen, YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. Thank you for bringing and delivering this young angel to me. I'm assuming he's young just because of his intonations. Hey, Chelsea. So, if you had the option, would you rather... Here. Would you rather die a week from today or remain a baby for the rest of your life and you never die, ever? You're a baby your whole life and eternity. Thanks. Bye. Remain a baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think I'm a baby? I would not be able to do such a sophisticated podcast enterprise if I was a baby. I mean, I'd rather die in a week, most likely. Being a baby for the rest of your life, who cares? You won't even be conscious of it, really. 
I'd rather die in a week anyway. I could do all my dreams. Throw hot tea in people's faces. Acknowledge my sons. Because who cares? Shame won't exist anymore. Um, terrorize my neighbors. Throw bricks through the windows of my friends when they're sleeping. <laughs> I mean, dying in a week sounds like heaven. <laughs> Let's take a call and see if I can do it. Call from... Mark. Marcus? Yeah. How are you? This is Chelsea Pretty. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. And then I know I sound sarcastic, but this is how I sound when I'm trying to sound grateful. I really do appreciate yeah. your participation. Yeah, is it because... Well, hi. How's it going? It's going great. Uh, I didn't wait for you to finish making my nachos. I just went for it. What are you talking about? Oh, I, I started making nachos when I called you. I was going to ask you to help me figure it out, but I just finished it. <laughs> now, see, my instinct is I want to be like, how would I know that? But I'm trying to be really nice this episode, so I'll just say, like, on a positive level, I love nachos. What's your technique? I was going to say, so far, you've been so much nicer this episode. Just to talk. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really trying, you know, to just listen to people's feedback, the constant criticism, um, and really try to give people more of a shot. Are you focus grouping? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say I'm focus grouping, but I will say, like, Twitter is basically one long focus group on a bad day. Oh, yeah, I know. Have you ever been attacked by a bear? Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, I was like seven. It was my grandparents on a road trip. That's a true story. And uh, it just, it actually fell asleep in front of the car. We had to wait for it to wake up and leave. You're kidding me. Is that no, a joke? No, I'm not kidding you. That was my first experience with a bear. It was like a baby black bear, four in the morning. Oh, my God, it must have been so cute. Where was its mom? That's the thing is, like, I've always thought bears are cute since then. I've never even really been afraid of them. Yeah. Well, wait, why didn't you guys reverse? Oh, uh, there was, like, there was, there was, like, a line of cars. Like, we were, like, the first car to hit it, like, get up to it. It was sleeping in the middle of the street? <laughs> yeah, it was just laying there. It was really early in the morning. Is this a lie? Why would I lie about that? You asked me about my bear attack. I have one bear story ever. I told you. So a bear just crawled into the middle of the street and it lay down. like a mountain town. <laughs> 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 I'm not telling you this story. Why? Because I always wish I had like a bear attack. Like I always wish I had the cool story when like the clutch story in the moment. No, I think that's a pretty good story. I'm just continue to be feeling like we're walking the line where I can't tell if you're yanking my chain. I'm very not gullible. at all, not at all. Black Bear. It was near Fraser Park, California. Kelsey Grimmer has a park. <laughs> <laughs> you can hang up on me. I don't understand. No, let's spice it up. Uh, how's your Monday? Oh man, that. I mean, my Monday has been a straight-up nightmare. I went to bed at 5.30 in the morning, and I woke up at like 1 o'clock, and then I went and ate a biscuit 
which I put honey on one side, jam on the other, and just like a bunch of... Uh, just Is that a family recipe? Mm, no, my family's <laughs> not really biscuit-oriented. Um, you pick that up yourself. What? You pick that up yourself. Yeah, that was my own creation. Um, are you... I feel like I got to get going, but I do thank you for calling. I did enjoy that, uh, the image of a little baby bear sleeping and all these humans just patiently waiting. I enjoy you, Chelsea. Thank you, sir. Yeah, well, yeah, all right. I got to let you go. You got to get going. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for letting me be free, like a free spirit that I am. Yeah, no, this was very organic. That's what was great about it. That's one of my favorite words, no joke. I love saying things are organic. <laughs> Are you college educated? I I am. <laughs> Do you know whether it's pronounced integral or integral or both? It's it's integral if like you you're not really passionate about it, but it's integral when you're like really passionate about using that word, like you put emphasis. No. This isn't, like, it's not where we're speaking Vietnamese. This isn't a tonal language. <laughs> it doesn't work like that? No. All right, I do have to go. But thank you. Bye, Chell. Bye. Call from... Bob. Bob, have you ever been attacked by a bear? Um, almost. Where? I saw one one time in the woods. And it was charging at me. It did? What? It charged at you? It, well, sort of. It kind of like took some steps towards me and I thought it was charging. But it was kind of serene, actually. It was serenely charging at you? Well, I wouldn't say the charging part was serene as much as just the surrounding woods and seeing a bear was kind of serene. You know what I mean? I don't know. I have no idea. But are you close to your mother? Um, a little bit, yeah. We talk pretty often. What do you think the best thing your mom taught you was? To be nice to people. That's you so know, interesting. People and what was the second thing? You know, just hold doors for people and just be a nice guy. That is a great... Uh, that really is. I'm going to give you a little applause here. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I, I I really do think when someone holds doors for people, there's just certain ways to be tuned into other people's needs that a lot of people aren't. And it's just nice to hold a door for someone or to be considerate. I think so, too. And so many people don't do it. I know. It's I crazy. I think we turn a PSA here. That's the thing, like, you know, I was I was talking at the beginning of the show. I'm trying to be a little bit nicer when people call. Do you think I've been too mean in the past? I've listened to all your podcasts so far, and I think it's more funny than being mean. I think it's good natured. Oh, thanks. What do you think? <laughs> I've never I gotten know. applause before. This is awesome. Yeah, it's nice, right? 
This is what we do it for. Uh, no, I don't know. I think I agree with you. I, I, the thing is, like, when you're talking about how your mom raised you to open doors for people, to me, that's like where it matters being nice. Like, just concrete things you do that show that you're considerate of other human beings in the world. To me, this, it's like, yeah, what's going to be funny if everyone calls it? I'm like, well, you seem wonderful. I can't even do it. without sounding sarcastic but it's like i i feel like i have been nice to people when they've been funny or interesting and then we're talking but what am i supposed to do like no one's no one's like let me go watch this comedian she's the nicest comedian in the world let me go watch her do stand-up call from uh it's chance chelsea oh my god one to send a voicemail press two this is my (sighs) ex-boyfriend chance what's up my girl all right, so chance. I'm a beautiful dream girl. Well, I'm good. For those of you, I mean, why would anyone know this? Chance is the stage name, I guess you could call it, of um, someone that I dated briefly when I lived in New York. Chance, I didn't even. We haven't been in touch, so I'm surprised that you're even calling in. Well, Boo, I've been listening to your podcast, and I'm just so proud of you, girl. I just knew that, like, you would just set your mind to something and make it beautiful, you know? It's like you have so much beauty inside of you, and to see it now expressed like this, like, shit, even, like, without the support of a man around, and you've just done it. Yo, what's up, kid? I just saw a friend of mine. How are you, Chelsea? (laughs) You know... I'm good. I'm just sort of waiting for you to say something you need from me or want. Chelsea, that's not what this call is about. I mean, it's always, even when we were dating very seriously and I could pleasure you sexually at the drop of a hat, it was always about you. And I'm just so proud, and it's great to see a fellow podcaster putting something out there that she believes in. You have a podcast? Yeah, it's called Take a Chance on This, and it's like about spoken word. It's like a spoken word call-in show. So, like, I have callers. Oh, you have a call-in show now? You just, you have a call-in show now? Really? Yeah, it's called Take a Chance on This, because my name is Chance, and every opportunity and experience basically is an opportunity to take a chance. And that's what I think you've done on your call-in podcast as I am doing uh, on the first episode of my call-in podcast that I have been planning for months before hearing yours. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. You're telling me you've been planning a call-in podcast for months prior to mine. And then basically, Chelsea, that's what I'm saying. So then you're going to start it soon. But what on paper, really what's happening is you heard mine and now you're going to start one. But Chelsea, I, a few corrections on what you just said previously. Like, obviously, like, you know, there's nothing on paper like Jay-Z. I do not write anything down because I've had to memorize my rhymes uh, <laughs> and my thoughts. You guys so are that, so, all, you and Jay-Z. As far as it being on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> second, if you know anything about me, it's that I'm a professionist. So, like, I've been thinking about this and ruminating and culminating all of my ideas. I never really I wanna... thought of you as a thinker. Okay, well, that was maybe one reason the relationship didn't work out. Is because you belittled me with your thoughts about my intelligence level, even though... Uh, if I remember correctly, um, <laughs> it was me who almost got that uh, NAACP award. 
Yeah. So, um, Yo, if I, I mean? remember and correctly, like, you always copy everything I do, and you're always riding my coattails. You disappear on me for months at a time and are unreachable, and then whenever something good starts going for me, you appear out of thin air and try to benefit from it. I mean, as, as in terms of, like, karma, that's what you want to call it, like, the world comes, and you know that the world acts in mysterious ways, and the power jaw will call it, that that's what life is, you know what I mean? So basically... Did you just say jaw? Yes, I mean, however you want to define higher power for me, jaw, Buddha, Hindu, uh, Jay, you know, whoever it is for you, Jay-Z, obviously, like, that's, you know, the people, beautiful black ebony princesses, Lauren Hill, uh, you know, beautiful queens, Nubian queens, like Mary J. Blige, Lauren Hill, these are all connected to higher powers, Chelsea. And I for think me, you had mine would be Wendy Williams. What's that? Mine would be Wendy Williams. Okay, Wendy Williams, absolutely. Like, I think she 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 posits in the negative, and that's not something I'm more interested in positivity as far as the band Arrested Development goes and other musical heroes like that to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Chelsea, it's like, look, if, and if you want to get into, like, our relationship, I would say, like... What is there to get like, into? Honestly, you cheated on me, right? I love you... Chelsea, I love you too much to date you. That's crazy. That's... Is it? <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard a person say to another person. I love you too much to date you, Chelsea. You were too precious to me. I had to let you go or I would crush you. That's, under my love. You that's, know? that's the biggest cop-out. You just wanted to run around and fuck all these different people. I, look, I don't believe in... I believe in, in monogamous... Uh, emotional love but physical love that's not a monogamous thing to me that's like that's what we have to share is our you are so stupid you're stupid you're a stupid dummy (laughs) am I? (laughs) yeah you're like a stupid stupid you Chelsea stupid to think I could trust you Stupid to say almost every sentence you said. It's like a big. Will you just go out with me, Chelsea? Will you just go out with me? Will you at no. least go, go out with me one more time? No. Go to a vegan restaurant. I'm vegan now. Cool. Well, I'm not, and I don't just do whatever you do on your timeline. Then my answer is no. I'm not interested. Was there? I, mean, a... I will wait by the phone, Chelsea. I will wait. I will hey. wait by this phone. Because also I'm doing my call-in show right now, so if people want to call into my my podcast, they can you're call into a copycat. That. You're just a dumb copycat, Chelsea. That's that negativity that I both love and also am frustrated by. Why we could not work <laughs> out? You know what I mean? But you know what? It's negative to just steal someone's idea and act like it's yours. Oh, okay. So like. Uh, Picasso and Matisse, like, oh, stealing. No, two great geniuses living at the same time, learning from one another, building, growing. Uh, you know, I mean, it's like Nas, Jay Z. You know, one is the, one isn't without the other. I and guess you're, that's But you're not right. my enemy, Chelsea. You're you're my love. You're my great love of my life. <laughs> I guess it's true what you're saying of like how different artists can influence each other. That's what I'm saying. So it's like I come up with a call-in idea. You you jump on it faster because you're 
do it. So you choose that you choose to do that. And you, even though it's not fully formed out, you know, I take more time. I figure it out and boom, you pop out with it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame you for that. You know what I mean? You listen, you, listen, listen. You do yeah. it beautifully. <laughs> you do it elegantly like a great newbie and queen. We should definitely you get know, back together. Like, what's that? We should definitely get back together. I feel like we should date again, Chelsea, maybe in a casual setting, an open thing, but we should date. No. I need you in my life. I love you so much. It's like basically you're the love of my life. And um, I want to be with you and I want to send you dick pics on the reg. And, you're extremely um, corny to me. You're extremely corny to me. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you put up your walls, and that's cool. You're extremely your corny to me. <laughs> All right, well, you know, I don't understand irony. Fucking like, shut up! I love you, Chelsea. No, thank you. I love you, Chelsea. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, you press your buttons, Chelsea, but I know which buttons to press. Come on now. <laughs> Come on, Chelsea. Yo, let me tell you, uh, yo, Chelsea, come to my New York Rican Poetry Slam out here in no, LA. Thank I'll you. Pick you out no, thank you. Chelsea, you can't stop me. I'm just with you all of it, okay? All right, Chelsea, I love you. And check out my podcast. Take a chance on this. It's a call in podcast. No, thank you. More poetry. No, thank you. I love you, Chelsea. I love <laughs> That was Nick Kroll, you guys. Uh, one of my dear friends. Hold on. Let's see who this call. Call from. Corey. Corey, do you like the Lakers? Are you more of a I Clippers did. girl? I did. But um, I, you know, I like Derek Fisher and he's gone, so. Oh, you loved I, Derek I Fisher? I love Derek Fisher and he doesn't play for them any longer, so I've lost interest. Um... Why did you love Derek Fisher so much? Was it his high rise booty? He does have a high fly booty, but or, I um, I just thought he was a badass. Why? Because he was like such a leader, or an he elder? He was old, an elder person. He was an elder person. He was old and not Steve Nash, ugly old, but like who plays for the Lakers now? I run. I don't think that's <laughs> very nice to Steve Nash. I'm not into Steve Nash. Why? I don't know. He's got that llama fall all thing. Excuse me. This is all becoming very hurtful to some wonderful, I'm so sorry. some seasoned <laughs> players. You know, I think it's unfortunate that people with these incredible skill sets, all that people talk about is their appearance, right? I mean, are you going to talk about Pau Gasol the player or Pau Gasol the bilingual Twitter <laughs> magician? He is a magician. A llama look-alike magician. I really, I hate to do this, but I have to pee. Okay. It's been, gr- right. it's been great. Yes. Uh-oh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. Call from... Andrew. What do you think makes a person a nice person? Um, when they're When they're breathing well. I mean, come on. When? when when the breath is clear and the connection is straightforward and like spot on that's that's a, that's a very um very hippie-ish answer like are there concrete behaviors 
Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, are there concrete behaviors that you think when you see someone do that, you're like, oh, that's a nice person? Well, the thing is, is that we're, we're all close and we're interacting on so many different levels. But, and we're breathing. You know, it's all about oxygen and, and space and respect. And, and it kind of boils down to, for me, humility. So, huh. this is a really tough question. Uh, I'm going to have to think about it some more, I think. Okay, well, let's do something a little different. Do you want to see if you have a good food taste? I'll give you a test. How it works is I'll say a food, and you say good or bad, and then I'll tell you if you're right or not. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Green bell peppers. Good. Wrong. Peanuts. Bad. Correct. Almonds. Good. Correct. Quinoa. Good. Correct. Swordfish. Not so good. Correct. <laughs> Filet of soul. No, not so good. Incorrect. Mm. Well, let's see if we can get you back in the running with radishes. Oh, radishes, definitely. Definitely what? Yes. You're correct! Oh my god. <laughs> now this one is going to be a little controversial, okay? Just know, you may be okay. being set up for a fall. You may not... Actually, I'm, now I'm giving it away too much. Well, I'm, I tend to go the wrong direction, so it's going to work out perfectly. Alright, fine. Potato chips. Plain potato chips. Definite. 100% excellent. Oh! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, fuck. I just went to the grocery store to buy you some flavored potato chips. <laughs> see if I can change oh, your mind. Awesome. Let's see. Um, let's do another food just for fun here. You work at a restaurant, so you know food well. You have good taste. White chocolate. Uh, white chocolate is terrible. I yes! You are really good. <laughs> what about olives? Olives. Um, olives are good. When yes. Like after you've done nothing but drink drink a lot of water and eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, olives are really salty. So that's like a fifty percent, but it's gonna be a yes. I'd say yes. Olives are really good. Okay, you just just slid into the base there, and that is correct. And I I can't believe I used a baseball analogy. I hate baseball. No offense to my my caller on that episode who played baseball. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, did I ask you sun-dried tomatoes? Um, you did not, and that's a no. You are so on fucking fire. You've just triggered oh. off what is now a legendary sound effect.
like kale? It's my favorite. You are kale the best person. Kale God, you really are an American hero. You have a wonderful uh, palate. Are you going to become a chef? I am a chef. You I'm are? I'm a chef, though. Home what? chef. Uh, what does that mean? You just I, cook? I planted a garden, mm-hmm. my first garden, just a couple of weeks ago. Do you like thyme? T-H-Y-M-E. That's one of my favorites. Thyme. I like fresh thyme in cooking. I like basil. Listen, I feel at this point I'm really starting to overdo it. I'm going to lose about 90% of my listeners. But thank you so much. You so far have been a delight. It's an honor, Chelsea. I really love and respect you. Thank you. Like you're amazing. You're you're um to me, I wanted to say this. To me you're um you're kind of a new force on the planet. <laughs> and it's awesome. You have a vibe and, and intelligence and a level of of candor and really precise diction that Fucking is so shut up. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's I'm just, just kidding. Awesome. Thank you. That so, is really my, nice. My pleasure, Maya. Thank you so much. Listen, I gotta say, and I'm just gonna, and I know I, I normally don't do this, but I want to shoot a couple comps right back at you. Your food taste is exquisite. <laughs> it really is. Like it's just, I think that's a really bonding thing if you have similar food taste with someone. Also, your voice, you sound chill. You know, we got off to a little bit of a rocky start here on this call, but we found our zone in which the two of us as human beings were connecting and vibing. And that's what it's all about. Thank you again for calling. You were great. Thank you. Do you know how mentally unstable I am? Unstable? That I literally feel I could cry right now. That's how moved I am by that caller. Thanks for calling in to 1-323-989-2435. That's 1-323-989-CHELL. You can also go to feralaudio.com and listen to Neil Hamburger's new podcast called New Year's Eve. The very funny and talented Neil Hamburger. You should check it out. Thanks for listening. Let's go back to the show. Hello? Hello? Hi, are you a real estate agent, please? No, I'm not. Have you ever been attacked by a bear? Please, please, please. No, I I haven't. What do you know about the gold rush, the 49ers? The 40... uh, I I don't know. Um, I'm not bringing anything to this. Have you ever had your idea? Talk about water again. I know about water that stuff <laughs> what do you have you ever had your identity stolen uh no 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 what do you Never. think makes a nice person um just bringing good vibes to any combo and but not if, getting offended by everything what if someone's really socially awkward person. If what? What if someone's really socially awkward and they can't manage to bring good vibes to every conversation, but couldn't they still be a nice person? I'm I'm really socially awkward, but I bring good vibes, and that's how I got I passed through life. 
sound. So everyone yeah. has to? Just because you can? Wait, what? <laughs> Say I'm that getting, again? I'm just saying, what if some people can't manage, like... Let's stop playing games. I can't always bring a positive vibe to every conversation. I still think I'm pretty nice on the whole. Yes, sure, I may struggle with attacking people viciously on a frequent basis. But at the core, I'm a sweetheart. I'm like a shelter dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure most people will be able to see that, despite like the vicious attacks. I hope so. Have you? Uh, did I ask if you've been attacked by a bear before? <laughs> Never, haven't been attacked by a bear. Did you watch the um, the Ray J sex tape? Am I I the only black person to call on this show? What are you, black? Yeah. No, Roy Hibbert called, but we had to shelve that episode, as well as, you know, that black guy who said he was a rapper, who I insisted was a white rapper, as well as, you know, whatever. Yeah, half my callers are black people. You're not special. Yeah. I don't even know... and I'm watching Martin right now, so... That was a great show. Yeah. I was allowed one show a week by my mom for much of my life. And I will say, Martin was that show for a good stretch of time. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. How old were you watching Martin? What? I said, how old were you like, watching Martin? Oh, I'll tell you... Um. While I play this leaf blower sound effect. Years old. Years old. Oh, yeah. Pretty young. Yeah, it's crazy. We have youth on our side, right? Oh, God. I, this is the problem with being nice. It's not interesting. I need to tell these people, come on. I do think the food test is working well. Maybe I'll do that again with somebody. Call from Tori. Tori, is this the porn star Tori? It is not, as a matter of fact, no. (laughs) What's your profession? Are you a real estate agent? Um, No, I'm a student. Still in college. So you have almost very little life experience to share. Oh, yeah. Did you have any kind of interesting upbringing or pretty meat and potatoes? Um, I guess pretty normal. I don't know. Grew up outside of D.C. Nothing too weird. <sighs> Would you like to take a test to see if you have a good food taste? Sure. Okay, here's how it works. I say a food. You say good or bad. And then I'll tell you if you're okay. right or wrong. Green bell peppers. Um, bad. Correct. Thousand Island dressing. Good. Incorrect. Swordfish. Oh. <laughs> Swordfish. Um, bad. Correct. Sun-dried tomatoes. Good. Incorrect. Radishes. Bad. Incorrect. Ice cream sundaes with almonds only. No peanuts. Is there chocolate sauce on them or just almonds? Chocolate sauce and almonds. Good. Correct. Quinoa. Oh, excellent. Quinoa, the super grain. Oh, bad. Incorrect. 
Dungeness crab. What? Dungeness crab. Crab. I don't even know what that is. Oh, just regular crab? Good. Okay, correct. Berry pie. Um, good. Mm-hmm. I want to give you an incorrect because it's great. The oh, enthusiasm. Well, I have to agree with you. The pie is my favorite food, so. Okay, good. We're back. We're back. Plain potato chips, unflavored potato chips. Um, just like salt, like a classic Lay's. Right. Um, good. Incorrect. For the final one to see if we can get you tipping the scale towards more of a good palate than a bad palate, white chocolate. Um, bad. Correct. Oh, you made it. You made it. You made it. Thank you for calling. I mean, I I wonder, like, I'm really trying to figure out, like, I, I have superficial taste. I think I frequently choose people romantically for superficial reasons, you know? Food taste seems like a good bond, though. And Call from Cameron. Cameron, what makes love work? <laughs> what makes love work? Yeah. I, I have no idea. Have you ever Sorry. been in love? No, I haven't. I have not. Have I ever been in love? Right. No. <laughs> um, no. Have do, you? Uh, yes, I have. But do you think something's like, what's up with you? How old are you? 22. 22. Okay, so you got some time, right? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I I, I don't really see it happening, but... Why? Um, I don't know. I can't imagine being in a relationship with someone. Like, just... I, I don't know. Why not? Being around someone for a long amount of time. So, so what's your imagine. what's your M.O. right now? You just kind of, like, hit it and quit it? <laughs> no, not even that, actually. Just... You're abstinent. Pure, ab- pure abstinence. Um, Emotional and yeah. physical abstinence across the board. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm open to, like, whatever, but I just, I don't seek anything out. Why is that? Um, low self-esteem, probably. What do you, what's your worst fear about yourself? What do you hate about yourself? <laughs> what do I hate about myself? Oh, God, the list goes on. Um, I hear you. I have that same sickness, you know? Just the constant, like, additions to the list. Yeah. I mean, I try to, like, I've been trying lately to get myself together, exercising and whatnot, and I'm, but it's like, I don't know, I'm very skinny and awkward, and so, you know. But a lot of people like that. Yeah, but I have skin problems, too. Oh, this is so sweet that you're being so open. Well, you know, I mean, I honestly, I had no idea I would even get through, so that's kind of cool. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah, might as well, might as well tell your secrets. Where are you located? (laughs) Where am I located? Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, I was just there on a layover after vomiting on a flight to to Des Moines, Iowa. I've done that a few times. 
You have? Yeah. Did you vomit into the vomit bag? Yeah. No, I, it was really, I mean, I've done it quite a few times. I used to get, um, like, sick on planes all the time. And um, one time I, like, didn't have a bag, and I was, like, reaching for it, and the lady next to me was like, here you go. And she, like, patted me on the back while I was throwing up. Oh, that's really nice, because I was surrounded by men, and they all kind of just looked at the ceiling and at the walls of the plane. Like, no one said anything to me. I vomited. There was no vomit bag, and I was so disoriented. I was, like, massively nauseated. So I just pulled the seat back open and puked into it in front of me, the pouch on the seat in front of me. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then it was, like, dripping out of the bottom of the thing onto my stuff, and I'm, like, pulling a dirty tissue out of my purse and wiping my hands and my jean jacket. It had There was, like, puke on my little, cute little jean jacket, and all these guys around oh, me. No. Not one of the people next to me said, hey, are you all right? Do you need anything? Like, they just all pretended it didn't happen. And I, like, projectile vomited into that seat pocket. Oh, God. Wow, that's, that's, yeah, I haven't had anything that awful, but that's... But you get air sickness? I used to a lot, um, but I don't anymore. What changed? What changed? I don't know. Uh, It was just kind of as I got older, and I guess maybe more used to flying. I don't know. But the thing is, I fly all the time. I think I got food poisoning, but it is weird. I had, um, in the last month, I've had two flying experiences now where I was extremely nauseated. One, I think, was from a migraine, and one was from food poisoning, but it is making me, like, more nervous to fly because I'm associating flying with feeling nauseated and feeling like I'm going to pee. Oh. Yeah, no, that used to happen to me, and, like, I... I used to just always be in constant fear of it, and then I kind of got over it, but I remember one time, like, I... I had, a salt and vinegar chips and tomato juice on the flight <laughs> yeah and like I, my aunt was like that's like the most acidic thing you can eat like of course you're gonna throw up oh that's interesting i mean tomato juice is actually a smart um thing to get on a flight because it's filling but it yeah. is the problem is it's very high in sodium and you're supposed to when you fly avoid sodium because the dehydration that happens to you when you well, fly. Yeah. So then, I, then i have salt and vinegar chips and uh so did, did it look like you were puking blood? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I can ever really look at it. It's just kind of like in the bag and sh- shut it down. Yeah, I wish I had had a bag. That would have made all the difference in the world. Anyway, listen, I think you got to, you know, everyone deserves love. It doesn't matter if you're skinny. It doesn't matter. It, uh, your, your skin problem, you'll figure it out. Like, there's someone for everyone, right? Do you believe that? Uh I mean, I think eventually. I mean, I just don't think now is, you know. I need you to do it within a year. Within a year? Yeah. Uh, Do I think that within a year? No, I said I need you to do it within one year's time. Oh, within one year. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll try. Promise me. (laughs) Okay, I promise you. All right. Well, you take care. Call from Retta. Retta? Retta? Hold on a second. Why is it still on speaker? Get it off speaker. Are you still on? Yes. 
I just checked Instagram and realized it was still in time. You guys, Retta is calling. You love her from Parks and Recreation. She deserves and merits one of our favorite new sound effects, the jackpot. Uh, could be shortened. I'll be honest. It could be shortened. Just a titch. That's one hell of a jackpot. <laughs> Retta, are you in a Hollywood trailer right now? I am. <laughs> what do you do to entertain yourself? Easy listening. Huh? What do you do to entertain yourself when you're in your trailer between shooting? Um, <laughs> I am listening to, I don't know if you can hear it. Oh, the speakers are on the other side of the trailer. Baby, <laughs> do not tell me one more thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what I do. I you listen sing? to some easily listening. That's nice. It sounds <laughs> like, do you have like candles in there? I never went in your trailer when I worked at Parks, so I don't know what you have going oh, on. Um, I got nothing fancy. I got a, a pin board that I haven't put up. Okay. And uh, I have scale because I was trying to lose weight and I could suck it. <laughs> and um, did you hurl it out the door? Did I what? Did you hurl it out the door? No, it wasn't cheap. So <laughs> hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, so are you recording right now? Yes, this is all part of the show potentially. You know. Um, <laughs> The topic, have you ever been attacked by a bear? I have not. I mean, unless you mean a large gay man, in which case, no, I still haven't. Have you had a sexual experience with a gay man? No, I have not. <laughs> well, I may have. You never know. <laughs> what does that you may mean? You the time. Oh, right, right. That's always an option. Do you think a lot of guys that are gay that you've hooked up with? No. <laughs> I tend I to think a I lot usually, of people I usually are. get the dirty horse. Oh, you know, yeah. You have a kind of a freak side to you, right? <laughs> not, not so much a freak side, <laughs> but I'm willing to entertain. Well, how do you meet people? Is it hard when you're in the public eye? Well, now, yeah, I feel like I can't meet anyone. Right. Like, you wouldn't go on a dating site or something. No, but I'm, I've always been freaked out by those anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I know plenty of people who have found their soulmate, supposedly. Really? Until they end up skinned. But, you know, plenty of people who have found their soulmate so far. Are these but, L.A. people in L.A.? Huh? People in L.A. found their soulmates? Um, I don't know that any of my friends in L.A. No, I think it's outside of L.A. Don't you think it's hard here? I do. I think it's impossible. Everyone's I mean, like, it's obviously not impossible. People get married, but... Right. I'm going to marry a coyote. A coyote? Yeah, that's the only thing that <laughs> <laughs> seems really consistent and plentiful out here. And oh, I, exactly. And I would admire yeah, their, yeah. you know, scrappiness and majesty. <laughs> you know, you get to live in the hills. Yeah, live in the hills. <laughs> Certain kind of joie de vivre. 
Girl, what are you saying? In the hills with my man? <laughs> with my man in his, <laughs> in his den. Do coyotes have dens? I don't know. I don't know. Are you excited that Dwight Howard is now on the Lakers? I didn't realize he was, but I'm not really a Lakers fan. What, are you a fan of any sports or no? Not really. I cheer for the teams that my dad likes, and I'm a Duke basketball fan. Yeah. But he doesn't like the Lakers. He doesn't live here. He's from Jersey, so he's a Giants fan. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, <laughs> um, right. You guys, me and Retta had a wonderful scene that we were able to do together. <laughs> We didn't get to shoot it together, but it was edited together in which I gave her a makeup tutorial on Parks. It did hit the cutting room floor, but I have to say we had incredible chemistry and that most likely it will be turned into a movie. I'm sure. It's, I think it's still, uh, you can still see it online at some point. That's right. That's right. It is somewhere online. <laughs> you know, I feel bad because my so pop- crazy because that was my whole storyline was staying in the um, in the uh, parks office while they went to the skating rink. I know. I know. It's so hard that it's so hard when there's so many great talents in one television show to fit everyone in. They were shooting a party. And so I drank so much of this uh, fake champagne. Oh. I'm about to fucking jump off a building. Is it Martinelli's? Um, well, no, it's like a peach, fizzy peach drink. Oh. So I'm not sure what it is. It's good, but after a full day of it. Ugh. Yeah, that's a lot. Ugh. There's so many trials and tribulations. Do you think acting is the hardest profession out there in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it could be a struggle. <laughs> Every once in a while, you got to wear spanks for 24 hours. <laughs> it is crazy when, like, we, like, you'll be talking to your friends or work in entertainment, and you're, like, complaining about this or that, and then you really look at your life, and you're like, oh, I woke. <laughs> like, it's just crazy how, um, I mean, we're truly blessed. Would you say we're blessed? No kidding. No doubt. I mean, to even get to work is a big freaking deal. I know. It's crazy. I I feel like I'm one of the most fortunate people in America. (laughs) It's not the Northern Hemisphere. Exactly. If I knew enough about geography, I would get chime in here on some great riffs. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I went to Oakland Public Schools and have almost no knowledge. Do you like Channing Tatum before we get out of here? I do. A great deal. I enjoy him. Did you watch? I just made made a reference to Magic Mike in my last scene. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, that There's makes me improv. so happy. There's an improv line. It was. Oh my god, that mm-hmm. makes me so happy. I'm I was, like, uh, I said, uh, I said, uh, um, this guy is dancing, and I was like, ugh, magic psych. What do you ask? That is hilarious. Because he's right here. Oh my god! Do you like that? Channing Tatum's with you. No, I'm not. No, I was saying, why do you ask? I thought you were going to say, oh, he was right here. I got so excited that you're going to put him on the phone. Um, 
No, I just, you know, I think he really had a layered performance in Magic Mike. I thought he really knocked it out of the park. And I really enjoyed <laughs> that song, Pony by Genuine, which oh my God. was on my very first reel. <laughs> that was the soundtrack <laughs> that I chose for my reel, a true consummate professional. Stop it. No, it really was. <laughs> It was like boom, 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 boom. And then it's just like <laughs> me acting in a webisode. <laughs> oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, so I mean, when that scene happened and I'm like, oh my God, it's not, it's the meeting of everything I love in life. Channing Tatum, genuine. I mean, it was all coming together. I couldn't believe it. I was it with the, was pretty amazing. When I went to that movie, I was with a girl who was not that into it. And I kept like punching her in the arm every scene and like, yay! I'm like, how is this a movie? How is this life? You know, and she was just like texting and so bored. <laughs> I went with two gay boys and we were all oh, about it. That's the dream. I should have done that. I've got to go back set. Okay, we'll have a wonderful time on set. We have a real live LA actress on the line has to dash off to set everyone. Thank you Retta for calling. We love you. Thanks for taking my call. We love you here at the show. Oh, thanks, show. <laughs> call from Hello, you're live. Hey, Chelsea, what's going on? This what's is Zach from New York. Oh, Zach, well, do you have a topic in mind? I feel like you came to it with a certain energy. I want you to run the show. What is your topic? All right, let's get into this. Let's talk about fake people, Chelsea, and how people are fake and it's unnecessary and out of control and it needs to stop. Who is fake to you? That's a good question. Um, people that are fake to me are probably people that you wouldn't know. Because, like, I would tell them. I know. I'm just saying, like... I'm so so high right now, Chelsea, so this is, like, crazy for me. uh, (laughs) You must must be totally tripping out to be talking to an American legend, and you're on a legendary drug. Right. It's crazy. Like, I called one time. I'm like, I'm just going to call this bitch. I mean, no offense not to call you a bitch. Offense taken. Offense taken. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to let you call me a bitch only because... I agree with your sentiment that fake people, you know, are annoying and things like that. And I've been talking today about what is nice, what is a nice person. And I do think a lot of times people that society deems to be nice are fake people. Exactly. Some people, you, you have to act fake just to, like, be nice. Some people, like, are terrible people, you know? Right. But they, like, you know, bullshit everybody. Right. And uh, you're, we're also fans of Riff Raff, you and I. Right. Yes. And it's like ridiculously amazing rap lyrics. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have this in common. Yes. I think he's very funny, entertaining guy. Um, but do you, I just want to ask you, do you think he's like putting on like a shtick, like fake people? Like, do you think he's fake or and like just a genius or do you think he's just like retarded? Well, it's interesting. I don't know it, what does fake mean in that context because he's an entertainer. I don't know yeah. what he's exactly up to, but I think he's entertaining. And Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, he's really funny. And, you know, I guess you're asking, do I think it's just the whole thing? Like, I feel like some people think it's a prank or something. Is that what you're saying? I kind of wish it was. I kind of wish it was because it's just so, like, bad, kind of. But it's, like, funny, though. 
Like, I just think this guy, like, he's got that ridiculous hair. Like, you tweeted a video of him, like, the one he's like, I'm riding in your girl car. Yeah, something. I like that. Like a, that shit, I'm like, I watched that video, like, twice in a row, because I just, I didn't understand it. I'm like, I have to watch this again. But and see, I legitimately... Mm-hmm. What? I legitimately oh, liked that video. I think it's funny... And it's weird. And I think he's very much in the spirit of the internet. He's putting out music all the time. He's like, you know, he seems like an artist of um, very much of this generation of, you know, social media, viral videos. Ugh, I hate even the things I'm saying right now. It it upset me. I've seen a video of him snorting cocaine and that's not cool for kids. Oh, yeah, that's true. Have you ever done cocaine? I, I have once when I was like 17 at a party my friend threw and he was tripping on acid mm-hmm. and like so I had to take over his party so I needed some cocaine to like hype everyone up and but that did, was like six years ago obviously I'm a, mature, it didn't, I'm a mature 23 year old obviously it didn't go very well if you're not fucking with it anymore no it was fun but you know drugs are bad but if it was fun you only did it once how do you have that restraint um I don't know. I think I just, I smoke a lot of weed and I just feel like weed's chill. And so you're, I don't want to be some cocaine. Some right. cocaine piece of shit. Right. I never did cocaine. And I think part of the reason is it never appealed to me because everyone I met who was on coke seemed really irritating. Whereas. Oh yeah. They're like, you know, like kind of like so hyper and out of control and in your face. It's they're crazy. aggressive. They think everything they're saying is interesting. You know, it's like. I'm already high strung as is like I was always drawn to drugs that made me more chilled out. Right. Like what? Xanax? No, like uh, like pot or ecstasy, you know, I didn't know you uh, smoke pot. Well, I don't anymore. I used to. Do you want me to test your palate and see if you have good food taste? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I say a food. You say if it's good or bad and then I'll tell you if you're correct. Green right. bell peppers. Okay. Green bell peppers. Green bell peppers. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm more of a. I like what are the small peppers called? You know, like the tiny ones that you get at like an Olive Garden and a salad. Oh, those, you're talking about those peppers. Are you're great. talking about like pepperoncini. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're called. Green that's, bell peppers. I'm not the biggest fan of. That's correct. You? That's a great answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I don't love that you've dragged the Olive Garden into this. I'll be honest with you. Well, that, that's the well, that's the only way that I really know how to describe those peppers because that's yeah. I'm sorry. That's I your love go-to Olive spot. Garden. I'm broke. Oh, really? I've been there once only. But listen, hey, if you're broke, you got to do what you got to do. And endless possible. And it's one of those things where my mo- my mother always wanted to go to Olive Garden as a kid, and I kind of thought my mother had fancy taste. So as a kid growing up, when you think like Olive Garden is top shit. And then you kind of realize one day that your mom's just a broke bitch. And oh, my God. Like oh, my <laughs> God. First, you just took me so, through a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, first, when you started saying <laughs> that was a fancy place, like I was like, oh, man, like I'm really yeah, being exactly. elitist. I started tearing up. I felt bad. Then you called your mom a bitch. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Whoa, 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 whoa. just took off on That's what you do to a female when you start calling your mom a bitch around her. Well, let me tell you a reason why. This is a short 30-second story I can just tell you. When I was about 13 years old... Hey, wait, before you do, before you do, I got a 30-second story to tell you. It's the story of a girl's spirit leaving when you hear... 
describe your mother as a bitch. Okay, let's hear your story, really. Let's hear it. All right. I was about maybe 14 years old. It it was about 8 o'clock at night, dark outside. My mother mother said, Zach, you have to mow the lawn right now. Mom, but it's dark out. What if I run over some rocks and fuck up the lawnmower? No, Zach, you have to do it now. That's a good excuse. That's a good excuse, by the way. As far as, like, kids, we always have to think of excuses for chores. Exactly. And then it happened. I actually ran over a rock, broke the lawnmower. Oh, my (laughs) God. Like I said, it probably would happen. I walk inside. She throws a concrete coaster at my face. Oh, my God. like 15 feet away. A concrete Indian Native American hippie dream catcher design coaster. The irony. (laughs) It bruised my face for five days, and I had to go to school and pretend that my mother didn't abuse me. What did you tell people happened? I told him that I called my dad. I think I told him that like my dad like hit me or something because I said something because I didn't want to sound like a bitch getting like a poster thrown at me from my mother. <laughs> you know what I'm oh saying? my god! Do you know that my show is becoming a safe haven for people to share their stories of physical violence and abuse <laughs> in their upbringing? Yeah. That's crazy yeah, that she least, threw... You know, it's not so bad, though. I was never molested as a child. Like, That's great. Kids, so. That is great. That's great. That's good stuff. Same fine. Man. What the hell was that? It's so loud on, over this phone. Was that like a crowd cheering? Yeah, that's a crowd cheering that you weren't molested. Okay. We're so happy about that here yeah. at the show. Let's give it up for that. Let's yes. give it up for not being molested. Yes, that was a huge <laughs> point um, that we're happy about. But um, listen... Okay. Why was yeah. your mom kind of a hippie? Like, why did she have that dream? Co- dream? Was she you- is actually yeah. My mother was a stoner too, and I didn't find that out until I was about eighteen. She hid that from me, so she believed that dream catchers, you know, kept out uh, bad, like evil spirits and like hippie nonsense. But didn't uh, she not feel that she herself may have been an evil spirit when she threw something yeah. concrete at your head? That's the thing. That's the thing I try to tell her all the time. Like I'm a pretty peaceful kid, man. Like my mother was crazy. She would she would do so many crazy things. She one time, I came home from my father's house after they recently got divorced. She mm. told me and my three year old sister that she took a whole bottle of pills and she was going to overdose and die. Oh, and she man. was just kidding. She was just kidding. Right. And like this is some shit. You know, this is some shit. This yeah, is why she's... people like people smoke pot. Yeah, you know, she was putting you through her emotional trauma, you know. But you know what? This is yeah, all yeah. serious stuff. And honest to God, like, a bummer. you sorry. called you called me a bitch in this call, and then you called your mom a bitch. I think your real I'm psychology sorry. is coming up. No, I don't care. I'm no, a strong, the, the tough the person. Is, the truth is, Chelsea, I'm the sweetest man to, to women. Like, I treat women very well, very respectfully. <laughs> and I, when I called you a bitch, I think it was just, um, like, some inner, like, nervous rage that I was having because I was so shocked that I was talking to you. So but I'm do like, you oh, know I that... Turn up the heat. Do you know that the sweetest, the, the sweetest people don't have inner nervous rage? <laughs> inner nervous rage. That's not that a term that applies either. to the sweetest people. The sweetest people are like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'll just say hi. I'm so scared. Yeah. Hi, Chelsea. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. You know what? But see, Which you're is true. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. I and I understand I you come from a, a difficult family, so your your whole system is set up to be defensive and protective. And so I don't hold it against you. I totally get it. But I do, in sin- all total sincerity, that sounds kind of fucked up. What happened to you in your family? And maybe you should get yeah. therapy. Would you ever do it? Well, um, well, 
I had I was in therapy when I was like 16 in high school, but I haven't been there since. I'm not opposed to it. You're like, I'm my therapist was a bitch. <laughs> therapy for little pussies. My therapist was a yeah. bitch, and uh, so I had to quit. He was. <laughs> he was creepy and weird, and he had like a lazy eye. Mm. So like, I would be, I'll be with my therapist, and I would have like my dad there with me. I couldn't tell if he was looking at me or my dad half the time. So he'd be like talking to that shit. Like, have you ever gotten beaten? And I'm like, you talking to my dad? You talking to me? Yeah, you're so a real, I, real I, jokester in therapy, right? They love that. I, I was a jokester. They I love that. that. What crazy. do you do now? I'm like a comedian. Oh, well, I play I play drums. I play for several bands, like like uh, bands that have like members, you know. Anything like, I would know. Drug problems. What? Anything I would know, like Katy Perry. Oh yeah, yeah. I played drums for her and Justin Bieber backup drums for about three months uh, last year. That would be crazy, honestly. You joke about yeah, it, but that, you, that really would be. You'd that be fucking be nuts, amped. But. That's cool. I always wished I could drum, but I don't think I have the ability to do multiple things at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not too hard, really. I mean, to me, it came kind of fast, but some people just have that music in them. You know what I'm saying? Because you have all that nervous rage that powers you. I got that nervous rage. I got these evil thoughts running through my brain. You should start a band called Nervous Rage. Nervous Rage. And you know all, what? I don't think that name is taken. And now. put out an album where every song title has a word "bitch" in it. Or everything <laughs> just how, how a woman can ruin your life. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Have you had a woman ruin wow. your life romantically? Oh my God. I've been going through this thing, actually, now that you mention it, with my ex girlfriend for the last year. I think we broke up like a year ago, mm-hmm. but it's one of these things where, like, I like her or love her or whatever, and she loves me, but mm-hmm. she's with somebody else. But she texts me, like, all the time, like, oh, I miss you and all this shit. But I'm like, yo, you're with another man. Stop well, why is she? Why is she? You know? And P.S., again, your mom was unavailable emotionally, and now look. <laughs> look what you're in. I know. I'm, you, I'm a heartbroken mess, Chelsea. I know. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. I'm you just, have to break the yeah. cycle. <sighs> well, this call is about 45 hours long. It's so, a long call. Last, I listened to your last podcast. I don't think anyone was on the phone with you this long. Uh, you know, you've been, you've been an interesting character. You're troubled. Yet at core, a sweetheart, <laughs> you got to work through your problems and become oh, yeah. the know, man. Positive, That's the number one thing. What? Positive energy. You got to stay positive. You can get through anything. You know what I mean? That's yes. what it's all about. Yes. You don't seem too enthused about that. No, you're a I negative do. person, Chelsea, a negative thinker. I'm both. I'm a hybrid. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people like that. Most people wouldn't even admit that. Most people would lie. That's why I like you, Chelsea. You're Thank a, you. You're a, you're a, I can't think of the word, but you're a good spirit. Thanks. You've really turned around. <laughs> You've really come around in this call. I've really seen the whole <laughs> spectrum of your capabilities. And I got to say, yeah, go yeah. to the good side. You could be a really good guy. I think you can do it. So thanks for calling. Oh, can I sing you a song before I go? Can I just sing you a little song I'm going to make up for you? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to make this up on the spot. Chelsea Poveri, you are the baddest bitch in comedy. <laughs> I love you so much, and you make me laugh. Oh, that was for you. my God. That's amazing. <laughs> you really are an interesting person. I have to say, I love I, that you were able to shoehorn the word bitch into the sweetest song I've ever heard. All right, we got to yeah, go. Thank you very much. Alrighty. Bye. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. What a character study. 
my God, that song that he just sang. What It would be the perfect ending if in the middle of that song, his mom threw a concrete <laughs> dream catcher at his head. Oh my God, that guy... What it is amazing just how colorful human beings can be. You can have so many contradictory things going on at once. And I really do think that's what makes this world what it is. Interesting. Vibrant. God, I would have coffee right now if I could, but I'm about to get poisoning. I was really energized by that. That's why I always like surround myself with crazy people because they're interesting. God, I'm doomed. Well, what a life stretches out ahead of us, ahead of us all. Some of us are going to be dead within a month. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> And then others, you know, might live to be in our 90s. That's crazy. Women live a lot longer than men. So it's just, it's terrifying to think about actually becoming, you know, involved with a man. They'll be dead at probably 60, 68 tops. Whereas the women in my family live to 90. You know, I don't know what I have to do to get the callers that I want on this show. I want a real estate agent. What are you guys, busy selling houses, making millions? Come on and call this podcast. Additionally, has anyone been attacked by a bear? <laughs> Please. I am so fascinated by bear attacks, and I always have been. And I would just, uh, how amazing would that be to hear a firsthand account of a bear attack survivor? <sighs> what have we learned? Well, one thing we've learned is that some guy in San Francisco has incredible food taste and he works at a restaurant called Q. Therefore, when I'm in the Bay Area, I could track this motherfucker down and bring him a bowl of radishes and say, hey, friend. Hey, my new friend. <laughs> what if I started stalking all my callers? I do not like vomiting, and I will say I have always been a person who's avoided it at all costs. Um, so to do that in front of people on an airplane, what a what a nightmare. Shout out to U.S. Airways. That stewardess, by the way, was so mean. Speaking of nice people, I ran to the back after I vomited, and I told her I just vomited, and I spit in the sink, and she was like, don't spit in the sink. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I just wasn't. She's like, the toilet is right there. I was like, all right, sorry. And then uh, I go, well, I was trying to get your attention. She goes, why didn't you press the call button? I was like, well, thank you for your compassion. She was like, if you only knew, I'm the most compassionate person. It's like, you know what? I don't think compassionate people have to announce it in that way. You could just tell by their behavior. <sighs> Anyway, nice people, you know, opening doors is such a simple and obvious way to quantify if someone's nice, but I think you got to go a little deeper sometimes. You guys have been wonderful listeners and callers. Just email yourself a critique if you didn't like it. I can't stay on top of all the different crits. Anyhow, oh, here's my limo. 
I drive the limo. <laughs> Here's my limo that I drive. I'm in the car now. I'm on the Bluetooth. <laughs> I have to go pick up a celebrity. Oh, I can make this yellow.